this is another episode of It's Real Serious. Uh, with me today, I have Alfie. He's a photographer and creative director, artist within the ranks of film, design, and tech. Yeah, yeah. I've known him for a while, and I also know he's nice with the lens. Within the photography game, he has elevated that into becoming a video director, working with Offset, Boozy, Jacob Lattimore, and more to come. On a photography level, he has went on tour with Selena Gomez. I've already put in my bid for him to direct future comedy passion projects in years to come. Alfie, what's going on, sir? What's going on? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Of course. I know you're a busy guy, so I appreciate you taking the time at your schedule to fall through. And let's go ahead and hop right into it. Let's do it. So how did you go about getting into photography? Oh, man. Uh, I was a freshman in college, Cal State Northridge, about 10 years ago now. Wow. Uh, 2010. And it's kind of funny because I used to steal my dad's camera, take it with me out there on campus. <laughs> <That's <about> sneaky. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, Yeah, so I just would walk around campus taking photos of just the college lifestyle and just you know, parties that I will be throwing or, you know, trying to connect with, you know, just the lifestyle of college life, you know what I mean? Just being around on campus and yeah. really just trying to get used to how to network, you know, and that was my crash course in networking because what I saw in this industry is that, you know, you really can't do anything without being able to reach out and, you know, talk to people. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, 2010... 2011, 2012, just doing more and more. You know, right around that time, Instagram was pretty much starting out. Okay. You know, and I was like, okay, let me just, you know, post a few of these things on Instagram, Facebook. You know, I used to be on Facebook on there heavy that okay. time. And I was just like, okay, let me post it. And then, um, yeah, friends would just, you know, keep telling me to, you know, we like your photos, keep going, keep going. You know, people, random strangers would be like, yo, like, I didn't know you took a picture of this. Now, there's a lot of people that have cameras, even me, myself, like, you know, I can go outside right now and take a picture, but it won't be on point how I want it to be. So what <laughs> what made you feel like, how did you know you was getting good at it? Because I think that's the main thing. Feedback. Feedback is everything. You know what I mean? Like, you, to you, you may feel like you're just staying in the same spot. You know what I mean? But, you know, constantly looking for the feedback instead of just waiting for it to come, you just got to be able to ask people, like, yo, you know, do you like this? You know, what can I do different? Like, you know, you want me to change the angle a little bit? You want me to use a different lens? Like, what? You know, just really just be open to feedback, you know, all that uh, constructive criticism. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, knowing how to take the feedback and applying it, you know, to what you got to do. Um... But yeah, man, it's just, that's that that played a very big part in just me really taking it seriously from it just being a hobby. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Now you you mentioned that uh, people give you feedback on your photos, and that's good that you were okay to get that constructive criticism, even being within that realm, and you trying to you know do it on a professional level. How did you go about getting to people that you know had? Big followings. How do they come about seeing your work? Uh, again, that comes with just networking, right? So it kind of ties in together, right? So um, with, you know, networking, I, I just always just had this fascination. Like, I don't care if you're a celebrity. I don't mm. care if you're President Obama. Everybody can be reached. <laughs> like, everybody can be reached in some way. You just got to find that way. 
You know what I'm saying? Some people can respond to emails, some people can respond to a text, you know, while others only take the advice of their right-hand man. So, like, you know, it's a kind of on your part now to kind of see, okay, so he's not responding, this person's not responding to my text, not responding to my emails, not responding to, you know, us trying to collaborate or me wanting to collaborate with them. Okay. Because not, you know, necessarily I'm not on their radar, uh. you know, so it's like, okay, let me see who they take advice from, who do they... Who is the right person, um, you know, the right-hand person that they take, you know, word, like, they take their word as what it is. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, that's kind of just how I go about it. Like, I'll look at, you know, posts. I'll look at different pictures and stuff and be like, okay, this person's always in their photo with them. This person's always in the room. You go on their page. Now, they're not as popular as them. They probably got a 1,000 followers or whatever. Then you know for a fact, like, you... You have a higher chance of them responding to you, and then now putting that information in that person's ear. You know what I mean? So, again, it's just networking, not not being too shy or too shy at a moment, and you know, just being able to kind of, you know, really speak about what you're doing, you know, with a passion, not just so like, okay, let's just do this to do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Yeah, that's dope. And networking is a big key. In all art, because I know when I'm trying to get gigs, I gotta reach out to promoters. You know, I gotta let them know that, yeah. you know, I got a solid act that I could get out there. So, and it, I mean, and like I, I tell people this all the time, man. Whether it's you know, an up and coming, you know, creative messaging me or DMing me or whatever, like, oh, how'd you get to where you? I tell them all the time, like, your energy introduces you before you walk in a the room. There you go. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, it's it's as simple as that, like. How you come in is how people gonna remember you. You mm. know what I mean? So, and that lets them know, like, okay, should I follow up with this person or should I not? Uh, this is just another one of them. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, man, energy is everything. I definitely agree with that. Now, on that photography level, you know, me, I follow your page, so I know that you do different events. What are some, uh, what are some events that came about? that you, you're proud of, like, go ahead and, you know, just drop a few, because I know I've seen you, I've seen you shoot Kanye, I've seen you shoot, you know, several artists, but what are some events that people reach out to you and you were like, okay, you know, that's a good little look for me right now. So, like, live events? Yeah, live events, yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, I think the best thing, really, that I kind of tap into was really, you know, I had been offered before to go on tour with artists, but yeah. it wasn't my place, really, because I didn't, one, I didn't really know too much about what that entails. And um, this is like back in 2013, 2012, when I'm even thinking about doing it, right? So I had people who asked me, artists who would ask me, hey, you know, go, you know, come with me on the road. Um, but never really, never really took it to heart, right? Mm-hmm. So during that time, now I was like, okay, let me, let me really start shooting shows, right? Let me just start shooting shows before I ever decide to just, take somebody's creative, you know, responsibility, uh-huh. right, for a duration of time, right? So my whole thing was like, okay, let me, you know, let me do my due diligence and be, get to as many shows as I can. And 99% of the time I was sneaking in. Smart. I was finessing. Like, you you walk up to them, you know, ticket boots, and it's really just all about, again, your energy. You feel me? Like, is somebody going to believe you that you supposed to be there? You know what I mean? That you're supposed to, you know, be there and and, and shoot and do all these things. Um, 99% of the time, I wasn't, right? So when I was in college, 
when I was in college, it's, uh, it's, it's like weekly, not a weekly thing, but they happen every year okay. in Austin, Texas, called South by Southwest, right? Uh-huh. And it lasts for a whole week. Okay. Right, and the main goal for me was like, okay, like there's going to be so many artists they're performing and doing so many different shows because it's a it's an interactive film and music um festival just music no it's all three of those, oh it's okay right? so, so okay uh when the week starts i think it's film okay and then halfway through the week i think it's actually no matter of fact i think the week before it's film and interactive which is like apps and the tech world and stuff like that. Okay. And then the week after that is all music, right? So from week start to weekend, it's just all music shows, right? From YouTube Dumb. to Spotify, Fader, for like they're throwing nothing but shows and they haven't. So many artists kind of perform, right, for mm-hmm. fans that are there all week. Um, yeah, so I was like, I was in college. I was like, okay, this is right, right around midterms. I was like, okay, let me let me see how I could do this. Emailed all my professors like, yo, I'm about to be gone for a week. <laughs> hey, um, you gotta do what you gotta I do. I don't know, you know, I don't know what's that gonna do to my attendance, but sabbatical. Here's all, yeah, here's all this work, you know, for the week. Uh-huh. So you know, just know I'm gone, right? No hotel, you know, nothing but a flight and a backpack. Flew out there, no passes, no credentials to get in anywhere. And that was like my boot camp, right? So yeah. that was my way of being like, okay, I gotta move and I gotta connect, right? That's my biggest thing. Like, I have to move. I can't be trying to figure out what's the next move. I gotta already have it planned out, right? So I got the whole itinerary for the week, knew where all the shows were gonna be at, which locations, which Smart. venues, all that stuff. And everything is pretty much within a five, two to five mile proximity of all the venues. Right, so everybody's in Austin. Um, yeah, so went out there, locked in, tapped in with a friend of mine who was out there, crashed on his couch. Okay. Um, in the hotel, um, and I just got to work. Right, so I just was sneaking everywhere. By the time I came back home after the week was over, I had so many bands down my wrist from different <laughs> shows I snuck into. I like, believe it. Yeah. Like, I went there with, I didn't spend a dime on a show, <laughs> right? So I came back, but I came back with an entire portfolio in a week. Smart. So that anybody who I reached out to now, they should see, oh, you did this show. But they don't know that all of them were done at the same week, the same place, same whatever. Okay. I'm just saying, oh, I shot The weekend for this show. Mm-hmm. You know, I shot, you know, uh, Ty Dolla Sign for this show. I shot, really didn't, you know... Name it. Like, they were out there. Big Sean. Like, Everybody, yeah. Right? So, um, by the time I came back, portfolio is pretty much ready to go for me at, to at least start the conversation, you know, with some of these people, some of the movers and shakers within the industry. And I just was like, okay, this was not only instrumental. Like, even if I didn't get a job right after that, like, I knew this is how I have to keep moving. Like, I got to be able to be like, okay, like, it's really just a matter of how bad you want it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like that's what that's that's what made me who I am today. And that's what I like about you. You move off instinct. Does it seem like you have too much fear and unfamiliar territory? You know what you want to get. 
you yourself know how you want to go about it. And that's one thing that anybody needs who's trying to, you know, level up in their field. So that's one thing I like about you. And now, it's like, go you ahead. know, what is like what's what's fear, really? Yeah. Like fear is is you choosing to highlight the insecurity. Mm. Like if you're not insecure and you're choosing to address the fact that what might make you insecure mm. is not reality, fear doesn't exist at that point. The only way I distinguish fear is if I'm standing in front of a moving train and I'm on the tracks. And I'm, <laughs> I'm tied up on the tracks and I can't do anything. Brutal. <laughs> but if I have a choice to do yeah. something, uh-huh. I have nothing to fear. I like, like if, that. If, if, if the control is in my hands, there's absolutely nothing to fear. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to tell a lot of people, like, you know, that again, like that, reach out to me and want advice on how to get mm. to where I'm at. And again, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm anywhere where I need to be. But you are making some you solid know, moves. So we progress, do, so right? we, yeah, we, we do gotta go ahead and give you that credit for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, it's progress. You know, if every day I'm just moving a little step forward, you know what I mean? One foot in front of the other, you know? And I tell them like, look, like a lot of them have a fear of networking and fear of meeting people, fear of making these relationships. And it's like, okay, if your life was in their hands, like if your life was mm-hmm. in their hands, would you be scared to talk to them about how to take care of your life? Mm. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Definitely. You would tell them exactly what they need to do, right? And that's essentially what it is what we're doing because if your career lies on whether you're able to collaborate and connect with these people, you gotta be able to step in front of those rooms. You gotta be able to walk in. You know what I mean? Like I've always believed like there's not a single room that I've walked into that I didn't feel like I didn't belong. That's dope. You know what I mean? Now you've worked with a lot of, you know, people that are making some real solid moves within the industry on all levels. One person I do I, I do feel like that's a good credit is uh Selena Gomez. I think she's, you know, very powerful in the industry. I think she knows how to get out to her fans. How did that happen? How did you link up with Selena? Oh, uh, man, Selena. So her team uh, reached out to me on Instagram. Okay. Randomly. Um, and it's funny, for like two weeks, almost two weeks, I was just ignoring. I'm like, nah, like, this random person is in my DM talking about, oh, would you like to go on tour with Selena? Would you like to work with Selena Gomez? Like, email me so we could. I'm like, okay, like, I'm a college kid. Like, <laughs> I probably, at that time, I had probably never heard a single Selena Gomez song. Right? So I'm like, okay, so, you know, a week and a half passed. I'm like, okay, let me, let me actually just respond back. Right? Let me just see. Let me just entertain you. Let me see what's going on. So I responded back. Um, you know, shout out to Elena. Swim Social, uh, they're the ones who reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, we love what you do. We have an opportunity here to do something that's never been done. Because at the time, artists, when they would go on tour, uh. they would only post whatever they felt like they needed to post. Okay. It wasn't necessarily a team made for really um, showcasing the experience of what it means to go on tour for fans, mm-hmm. right? So. They were like, hey, you know, we would love to have you come on board. You know, first, you know, we got to set up our meeting, really vet you out, see how you're doing, see the ideas you come up with. And then after that, we'll have a follow-up meeting where you'll get to meet Selena, right? So um, first meeting went well. 
came up with some, you know, a few ideas that we ended up really like pushing forward on tour and really executing and the fans loved it. Um, and then after that, after that first meeting, met up with Selena. She was doing, a, she was shooting a commercial. So it's kind of funny because that was the first time I actually really got to see Hollywood. Yeah. Like definitely. in Hollywood, right? So like I pull up on set and it's like this huge set. Like I think we were like in Paramount or some, somewhere. Like uh. she's shooting like a hair Pantene commercial or something. And then it's like, oh, you know, she's in the middle of the set. And I walk in with the, with the ladies that, you know, reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And then she like signals the director and the director cuts. I'm like, oh, she the boss. Like, <laughs> She's the okay. boss. <laughs> so she cuts in the middle of the stage. She's like, hey, we about to, you know, we're gonna take a 15 minute break. We about to go to my trailer. Like, okay, so she just stopped shop, you know, just because we walked in. I was like, okay, cool, that's respect, right? So we walked to the trailer, chopped it up. Um, you know, and the team, you know, Slim Social, like, they had a great, they did a great job. And just, like, I mind you, I'm walking in there empty-handed, nothing but my phone. You said the hand. team is called Slim Swim so- Social. Swim right. Social, okay. Swim Social, they, they, um, they're an agency that, like, only deals with social media and really taking, whether it's a brand, a uh-huh. company, yeah. or a personality to the next level and really building their engagement via social media. Okay. Um... And again, I'm at this time I'm an independent contract. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not signing them nothing. Like I'm just a kid that they just found, right? So um we go chop it up. They did a great job. Like they had so many of my photos that were on Instagram printed out on That's PDF, crazy. like like for Selena to see and flip through and be like, oh, this is dope, this is dope, this is dope. I like this, I like this, I like that. Right. And I'm thinking like, oh snap, like, like they really not only are they just giving me the opportunity, but they're actually, like, vouching for me, right? Yeah. At that, at that point, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, that's love, right? So, yeah, so we chopped it up. And then from then on, we agreed to the terms. They agreed to my terms. And I just was like, okay, boom. Like, it's time to go, right? So rehearsal started around April that year. I believe it was, damn, when was that, 2016, 2016? I remember correctly, yeah. So April, and mind you, like I'm still in school. Yeah, I bet. School don't start. <laughs> school don't end until May. Again, I hit up all my professors. I need to take my finals now. <laughs> like I need to take my finals. This man, switched months, up the schedule for them. <laughs> two months in, the, in advance. I'm like, I'm knocking everything out just so I know because that yeah. whole month of April, we're doing rehearsals, meaning we're still in LA, mm. and we don't leave until May. And May, like we leave May first. Right, get on a flight May first. Um, yeah, so the, you know rehearsals went great. You know, and the and the really big thing about you know just working with Selena, it was just like, how can we really build? Tell us how can we tell her story? Mm-hmm. Because it probably you know at that time it was about two years since she even did her last album mm. or her last tour, um, and you know due to health reasons that tour before never never really finished. Right. Yeah, so you know, with that being said, you know, we we linked up and you know, my biggest question was how can we make, you know, an experience for these fans that they weren't really used to seeing. Right. So um one of our biggest things was like that you know, that I was kinda sitting down and really thinking about was 
I, I used to love how you can buy a DVD, right? And then in that DVD, you have the bonus features, right? Now you get to see behind the scenes. Now you get to see the directors. You get to see all these things moving, you know, how a certain shot was done. Um, so that was the approach that I, that I wanted to take with this project, um, you know, in working with Selena. And because, and at the same time, I wanted to answer my own questions that I had about her, right? Because I wasn't familiar with her. Mm -hmm. So I, everything that I wanted to know, I'm sure fans wanted to know, right? So I wanted to know um, what does she like to eat, you know, to prepare for going on stage? What is, you know, where her, her dancers from, right? Um, who's the creative director that built the stage? Who's the choreographer? Where are they from? When who's did they a, prepare? Who's the sound engineer? Who's the person who's, you know, making sure that she's secure? You know what I'm saying? Whether you know whether it's her head of security or whatever. Like, it's all these things that I had questions about, um, and I knew that the best way for us to really showcase this to the people is Selena had to be comfortable. Right, Selena had to be comfortable with opening up that side of her life and really show people how serious she takes her craft and how how much her music and her work impacts other people's lives. And the best way to really honor that is to open the doors for them, right? Definitely. Um, and yeah, man, so the tour was about four or five months. Periodically, I would come home and then, you know, had a buddy of mine from Toronto, Ellie. Shout out Ellie, he's fire. Um, he would go on, you know, body it, you know what I'm saying? Take photos, capture the moments that we needed captured. And um, really, you know, it became an experience, right? So that we opened up, we started the Revival Tour page. And again, this, I remind you, this had never been done. No artist would create their own page dedicated mm -hmm. solely on the tour experience, right? That had never been done. Um, and we did that in a matter of, what, five months? We had a million point five followers or something like that. I believe it. Um, and it was strictly just off. It wasn't off of, granted, like, you know, Selena's popularity helped, but the engagement and the sharing and the constant sharing that fans are posting to their pages and they're shouting it out and they're making their own fan art based on pictures we took. Like, it just became a whole experience, man. And then all in all, like, we got nominated. That tour page, that Instagram page got nominated for a Webby Award. That's crazy. Right, and that's, like, one of the biggest, you know, online awards that pretty much is, is put in place to really congratulate and honor creatives mm. who live in the in the w online realm, right? So they nominated us for best tour. Um, Radio Disney, we ended up winning the best tour simply because just the, the collective effort of everybody really being on the same page and really executing um, took things to just a whole nother level. Um, yeah. That's cool, man. Now, outside of that, Outside of the Selena, are there any other tours that you've been on like that? Or um, I've only been on one other tour. Okay. And again, I'm still very particular. Like if I decide to go spend months of my life in a in a bus with somebody, like 
energy gotta be everything. And Selena's energy, Selena's energy was so pure. Like it was like, like we became homies like quick. Like it was like so pure, like an open book. I'm talking like there's she's not, you know, no shame, no, no, um, no fear, no, you know, malice, no like her, she comes from she always comes from a place of if this isn't working, how can we fix it? Not, oh, this is not working, you're at fault. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's looking for more so the solution than dwelling on the what is causing the issues. And right. And again, like to have. when you're working with somebody for the first time and you on the road and you pretty much have um creative say-so yeah. on whether something is going to work or not, mm. and they're trusting you to execute it, there's going to be times where um, things don't necessarily work out how you planned, but it's how you maneuver around it, right? How can how can we fix this? How can we do that? And at the time, like, it was funny. Like, it would be things like, man, like, we'll have a whole rollout planned out, and then my hard drive would just stop working or, like, you know, my computer would die. I'm, I got to run at 8 a.m. to get my computer quickly fixed so I could come back so we can make the 10 a.m. deadline. Like, it was, like, crazy. Or my battery or my media card would just stop working or something. But it's like they're not worried about me going to them with, like, oh, this is broken, this is broken, this is not working, this is, this is, this, these photos were not it. Or well, well. It's like, no, like, address it. Then tell me the solution. And the solution. Right. Solution and, oriented. You know, her energy was pure. And then again, like any other tour after that, the only other tour I've done, Khalid and Khalid, okay. Khalid and pretty much. Right. So I went out there uh representing Sony. Sony reached out and was like, Hey, we love everything you did with Selena. Mm. You know, let me know if you know, if you going on tour again might be something in your future. But luckily that was only a uh a month and a half run. Um, wasn't nothing too crazy, but shout out pretty much too, by the way, man. They're signed to uh, Simon Cowell's label, Psycho. How many are there in that group? Five. Five of them? Five okay. of them, yep. Kids all from different walks of life. Like one's from North Carolina, one's from Jersey, one's from New York, one's from Texas, one's from Canada. Um, talented, I'm talking like, you throw on a beat, they're either rapping, singing, harmonizing all the time. All of the above. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and one of their, one of my boys who's, you know, I'm pretty much, his name is Brandon. Like, okay. He is a mastermind behind the keys. He can, he produces a lot of his own stuff. Like, and it was kind of interesting to me to really be, I'm the, like, I was like the big brother on tour. Like, I'm older than them. Um, they're young, 18, 19. Um, and just to be able to kind of see how their creative mind works, like when we're shooting stuff, like they're very vocal and being like, you know, this will be dope. I'm going to put this outfit on. I'm going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Um, it was dope, man. Like still my guys to this day. So we did a month and a half, went around, uh, went around the country and, it was pretty. Them passport stamps. It was like pretty. That, I mean, that, that one wasn't too crazy. Like I've gotten more passport stamps just from me, just you know, outsourcing okay. different projects and uh, stuff. But like, you know, 
that's more so just experience. Like I like to just tap into different different people and different um, different gigs that kind of let me try something new that I haven't really tried, right? So we even shot a, a, a music video while we were on the road, like on my camera, like it was, it was fun, man. Like it, I, them kids is crazy. Them kids go too crazy, man. Um, but yeah, that's the only other tour I've done. Again, all boys down to energy, right? So um, we, we, when we met up, everything was great. Everybody at the labels, you know, vibing with me. Um, and yeah. You know, we made some magic for the short time that we did it. Um, and then, you know, they moved on other things. I moved on other things. And, no. You know, everything's still well. Good love over there. Now, photography is one lane. How did you, not to say translate, but how did you maneuver that into videography and directing and things like that sort? Um, my passion over all of that was always film. Like, okay. it's always been movies, filmmaking, and just, um, you know, I don't, I mean, I, li- I like to think that I don't watch movies like just like the average man. Like a regular right? person, so like yeah. I, I, when I watch it, I'm really like really looking at the details. Like, okay, so this is, you know, they're shooting outside on this scene. Like, there's certain movies I've seen where, like, they're using one location, a whole movie, mm-hmm. and you're still captivated. Like, you don't feel like they've been there too long, or they've they're in this scene too long. Like, the whole movie is one location. Like. You know, one of my, you know, one of my favorite directors of all time is Quentin Tarantino. I was just right? about to and bring him up. <laughs> he's like, there's probably not a movie that he's made that I haven't seen. And it's like, and every time his approach is always like, I really just don't care. Like, I'm going to do what I feel is true to this story or too true to this character. So that's always been kind of my role model in that field that I want to kind of emulate, right? So film it always been the best thing. But in order to really shoot a good film or yeah. to shoot a good video, um, you got to be able to capture it moment by moment, mm-hmm. almost like pictures, right? Okay. And that's where the term motion picture comes from. Mm. Like they're literally frames captured, stills, right? So just stills captured put them on a reel and they roll and they makes a, a moving picture. Right. So it's, it's, it's a little old school mm. to think of it that way, especially seeing how far technology has come, but that's just how my mind works. So when I started with photography, it's like, how can I capture moments where if you were to split this video out and see the individual images that each one feel like a moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that that just transitioned into, you know, on top of just the gigs that I was getting and stuff, like I would go from just shooting shows to like, now let, let me record and edit them and edit this person on stage and really capture this moment. And, um, and then now, you know, obviously within the last like two years, like just transitioned over to full on filmmaking, writing out conceptual treatments, writing out scripts and really painting this picture for people that we can actually put in front of the camera and tell these stories, right? And, you know, telling stories is everything that I love about what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has a story to tell and everybody has a story worth telling. Um, And, you know, it's our job as creatives to 
find a way to do so, right? That's mm-hmm. the best way to honor those stories. Um, and even if you're coming up with a story off the top of your head, like it's the best way to do it is f- sit down and really buckle down and and plan it out, right? Okay. Start to finish conversations, why this person winces when they say this, right? And then they walk away and why, you know, those moments, because those are the moments that are going to sit with you in movies, right? Or Definitely. in shows. Um, you know, I go back to this interview that I heard of uh, Will Smith, right? And he was talking about the scene that he shot with uh, James Avery. That's one of his most dramatic scenes ever on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? And it was him really, at that moment, agents and studio heads were like, okay, like this guy is not just all comedy. Like he can tap in when he needs to tap in. Right. And he talks about the he talks about that scene. He was like, yo, like every time I I kept on trying to do it, like James, you know, James Avery would look at me and be like, yo, man, like it's not it. Right. So they would cut and do it again. They would cut and do it again. He was like and he just told him, he was like, man, don't look at the cameras. Don't worry about them being here. Don't worry about the crowd, because at that time they're shooting with a live studio audience. Right. Um, open set. Right. And and he. James just tells him, like, yo, look at me. Use me. Use me in this moment, and you're going to do it, right? And as soon as he said that, the very first thing, it took off. See, it was fire. Yeah. Everybody's seen it. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's just moments like that, man, that, you know, kind of helped me transition and really start taking the film and video world a lot more seriously. Now, for the recording artists that you've worked with so far, like, do they look for certain things before you direct the scene? Or, like, do you guys come to an agreement? Or, because I've seen some of the videos that you've worked on, was there a talk before of like, this is my, this is my goal for this video, or how do you guys go about that? Uh, it can go either or, okay. right? It can go like, you know, an artist can reach out to you and be like, hey, so I have this idea, and I believe you're the director that can make it happen pull that out okay right and again it's this um it's this you know balance Balance. right it's this it's this you're kind of teeter-tottering over the over your ideas that you feel could make something better but then they may not really understand it right or see how it fits um and then you taking their ideas and seeing how you can amplify that right you don't want to just take because again this is what we're paid to do yeah right and they don't know how to do it they just have an idea it can start as something as you know something they saw on tv and be like hey like i think something like this would be dope to for my video right and then they give you that little bit of information and now you go and create it right and you use that as kind of your catalyst or your inspiration to just be like okay let me just map this out mm to fit this theme as much as possible. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it can go either or. They can come with come at you with an idea and, you know, want your creative input. Or they'll be like, hey, you know what? I don't have any ideas. So you write me up something. Here's a song. Vibe out to it for a few days. Write me a treatment. Um, and then send it over. And then I'll, you know, we'll look it over. And then we, if we have any notes or if something doesn't make sense to us, we'll reach out and talk to you about it. So again, communication is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the transparency of it all. Like it's because 
I don't want to make them look bad. Exactly. And I don't want them to make me look bad. Exactly. Right? Because at the end of the day, both of our names are on it. True, true. Yeah, so. Now, you mentioned Tarantino. Uh, for music, is there anybody that you haven't worked with that you think you guys could create some heat together if that were to come about? Say somebody like a Kanye or a Travis Scott, somebody like that, that, you know, just very creative. You think, is there anybody out there that you think you could really collab with? Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be somebody, man. Mm. There's always going to be somebody new that's popping. It doesn't even have yeah, to be one of the true. OGs. Like, it could be somebody new. Like, the baby's killing it right now. Like, I would love oh, yeah. to do something with him, like a short film, something like that. Like, he's very animated. He's very willing to, you know, wear costumes, like, as crazy as it sounds. Comedy, like, too. Like, Comedy's yeah, in too. Like, he's, he loves being able to really test his creativity right and then you got obviously like the Kanye's the Travis Scott's a lot of those cats you you know they pretty much have their go-to's at that point because they've been in the game for a while okay um so my biggest focus really like if it I mean if those guys happen if it happens and they reach out and they're like you know let's do something you know I would love to do it yeah you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna turn it down I pretty much don't turn anything down when it comes to somebody who's willing to collaborate like it's not necessarily just That's dope yeah Hiring me and being like, oh, do this, do that, submit it, and then we're done. Like, it's like, no, we, I want us to have an open line of communication throughout the whole thing. Um, but mainly, you know, I would, you know, some of these new artists are coming out, man. Like, they're fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so from, the, artists, yeah. from the Lil Nas X uh -huh. to, to the baby to Billie Eilish, all her Billie Eilish. Shout out Billie Eilish. She did it. She had a sweep on the Grammys. Like, yeah, she, that's somebody I'm not really big up on. Like, she, I don't know any of her music. Listen to her music. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to now. <laughs> no, she's she goes crazy she and she too, dresses right? how she feels, bro. That's the crazy thing about it is that she's feminine, uh -huh. but she loves sneakers, sneakers and the baggy and pants like and tees okay. and the. And the you know what I mean? Like, got a big audience. Yeah, and and it's like if the music is undeniable the visuals it becomes so much easier for you to like come up with ideas because at that point you're you're seeing everything before you even put it to paper like if the music is fire oh yeah it's a rap it's a rap she's going crazy she's going crazy right now and all her videos too check out all her videos she snaps on all the videos how do you feel about the grammys do you think that's something that you would need to have, or if you had it, or if you got it, it would just be like, okay. Like, Tyler was kind of like, he was just saying like, I mean, it's nice that I have it, but the category that you gave it to me, it kind of feels weird. But how do you feel about the Grammys, and is that something that you would like to get in your future? Music-wise, or just the Music-wise, film-wise, even Oscars, just the accolade of... Like, needing, yeah, needing I mean, acknowledgement need to be taken seriously. Yeah. Um, nah, me personally, I don't care. Okay. I do not care because, you know, the real going to recognize the real. It's not like, who knows? It could be some 70, 80-year-old man in in some board somewhere doing all the votes. Like, bro, you're not listening to no <laughs> That's what I'm trying to Tyler the Creator. I'm trying to figure like, it out. Who's doing it? You know what I mean? Just because he's black, you're going to put him there. Yeah. But, like, you're just not listening to yeah, it. He did not like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know... They're not even doing a good job of hiding it. Like, that's the crazy part about mm -hmm. it. Like, 
like all these speculations and rumors of how artists feel about the Grammys and all those things, it's like that's coming from a very genuine place, right? So it's not coming from them wanting to spite Grammys and stuff. Mind you, these these at one point these artists were kids at one point kids. watching <laughs> watching up. Usher and Jay Z and Beyonce and you know, name it, like, winning these awards, right? And they're like, yo, I need a Grammy one day. I need a Grammy one day. Then they get in the mix, and then they really see it for what it really is, mm -hmm. and they're just turned off by it. They're just like, man, so this is what it's about? Like, you know what I mean? So to me, like, I've never really cared about receiving those accolades. Again, like, personally, I felt like I've been snubbed on a couple of VMAs uh, or a couple of BT video no, no. awards, like, Man, like I ain't gonna lie, like, and I'm new to this. And you okay? But I had, so, man, like that that <laughs> Offset video we did, man. Like, oh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Just was too fire. Uh -huh. Like it was too clean, mind you. Maybe I'm biased right now, but like, I thought at the very least, like it deserved some kind of nod. You know what I mean? Right. Some kind of, you know what I mean? But then again, you realize, like, okay, like it's it's another kid out there who's mm -hmm. directing somebody else that got it, and it's like it's not necessarily a shot to them because I love creators being able to test the different elements, but it's like, we just don't have the knowledge and what goes into these nominations. Mm -hmm. Like it's not public knowledge on what really goes on. Right. So you just never know. You just, you just wait till the announcements happen. You're like, what? Like I didn't even, nobody even really talked about that yeah. video. You know what I mean? But it's up there or nobody ever talked about that song, but it's up there, like, you know what I mean? Grammys like, is interesting. Like I tell people all the time, like I really feel yeah. what Kanye was coming from when he stood up <laughs> at the, does not and was just not vibing with you know the whole Taylor Swift thing, and uh -huh. just was like, yo, like <laughs> Beyonce was really shaking the culture, she, like she was <laughs> shaking it up, and you know Taylor in her own right, you of know, course, is doing her thing, yeah. and you know she's got the popularity, she's she's doing her thing. But it just didn't make sense to somebody like Kanye, like, because you can see the weight of somebody else and you may not see the weight of some, you know, another person, right? And it just doesn't make sense to you. I just think, you know, if all those nominations and stuff were public knowledge on how it goes about, you know, how they go about doing it, like, like for example, like the NBA, mm -hmm. to be selected at All-Star Weekend, you know what's happening. Some of them are mad about not getting selected. Yeah, so. but they know exactly how the selections happen. They know who does the selecting. Right. right? It's coaches. It's um, a few media people. Fans. And then owners, right? The fan selection is at yeah. the very end. Of course. Right? So for the starters and stuff like that, like, they know exactly who is responsible for doing it. Like, a lot of these other wars, man, you don't know. Right? You, you have no clue. You just wait till it happens. But, you know, I've never really been one for really selling myself on getting nominated. I, I just want to put stuff out. Yeah. Like, the moment I have it done, put it out. Put it out, you know, and let the people really tell it. Now, you mentioned Kanye. And in the convo of creativity, Kanye is going to be seen on the highest level from, from whoever. What do you think it is about Kanye that he's able to connect in the way that he connects with us? What is it about Kanye 
why why is why do you feel like so many people connect with Kanye in the results of art, whether it be or music. even misunderstood? Yeah, but yeah. even like music, shoes, like he has something that people could just. I mean, I know there's name behind the brand, but there's something about Kanye that we. I, I want to speak for all of us, but a lot of us connect with just in creativity. You know, Kanye said it. You know, back when he was dropping out through the wire, like this is a long, this is that's his first single, mm. and then into his first album, they, he did an interview I think with MTV, and he was mm. like, he was like, I'm not gonna stop until people know me by my first name. I'm not gonna stop till people. That's the thing is one thing I love about Kanye. Now, despite you know anything he may be going through, yeah. you know personally, personally, yeah. and then I think the. The hardest thing with being a creative is being able to express your ideas without coming off like a know-it-all mm. or coming off like, oh, you're just trying to be that guy or you're just, nah, like, this is just how I know how to express it and I'm being misunderstood, mm. right? I think he's very highly misunderstood, but I also believe what makes him unique as a creative is that he has no ceiling. Like you you can't tell him he can't do nothing unless he's he's gonna go I like do it. Right. Like so that's that. the that's the kind of mentality that I try to live by is just like if I put a ceiling in like I used to get annoyed when people used to call me photographer. <laughs> For real. Like I used to really get annoyed, oh this my this my boy Alfie, he's a photographer. Like, nah, bruh. No boxes. Don't put this man in like, the box. <laughs> not like I used to really hate that. And I used to tell him like like Nah, like I take photos, but I do so many other things. Okay. Like I'm not a photographer. <laughs> and if you're you. gonna say I'm a photographer, you better be ready to list all the other things that I am. I get it. Right? <laughs> Designer, creative, conceptual artist, whatever you wanna call it, like name all of it or mm. just say he's just this is my creative friend. Friend. <laughs> like Alfie, right? So it's it, more man. so just like just that idea of a ceiling, and the more you start to let people do it, the more you get comfortable with that ceiling being there, right? So other people put their ceiling on you, and yeah. then you get comfortable with it, mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, this is just what I'm going to be yeah. for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? So many things you can do, man. Kanye had ideas. People didn't want to hear him. Guess what? He said, you know, I'm going to take my talents to Adidas, right? Right. He had ideas for making a clothing line. All right, cool. I'm going to take it to Adidas. Right? They're willing to listen to me, at the very least. You have an idea about something? Every no is probably going to be a yes for somebody. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of just being misunderstood and articulating what, you really, what you're really trying to do. You know what I mean? So, you know, my biggest takeaway from just Kanye and other creatives, you know, you know of his nature, from directors to musicians to... Artists like I'm a big fan of contemporary art, and you know, I go to galleries twice a month, art galleries, and just really seeing how different people think. Um, and it's really just about the notion of just don't have a ceiling. Like, what is that for? Right. Like, there's no reason you should even really have a ceiling unless you're just so comfortable in that that you see nothing else, but even then you can't have a ceiling. Like, it's, it's weird. Even if you want to be, you know, a photographer for 50 years, how big do you want that to go? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's you. like, 
Um, yeah, man, just reach for the moon, man. No ceiling. Yeah. You heard the man. Now, creatives at play. Can you uh, explain what that's about? Who who do you work with within that? And uh, what are you guys trying to go about in this creative world? Creators at Play is a collective of, you know, just as the name say, creatives, right? So um, founded it with my my buddy, my boy, you know, co-founder, Keone Marcello. Okay. Um, he's from the Bay Area. He came out here a couple years ago, and we tapped in randomly through uh, his girlfriend um, is was like a good friend of mine when I was like a freshman, sophomore in college. And um, when he first moved out here, it was pretty smooth for us to really tap in and really get to know him, really get to know how he works, man. Keone is fire. Keone is one of the biggest directors out here and people don't even know it. Okay. Like he's, he his work ethic, I don't think anybody, shit, I probably don't even match his work <laughs> ethic. Just because I spread myself out around to so many different uh -huh. things. Like, and it's especially on top of just being, you know, a dad, you know what I mean? So, like, it's it's so, it's, I love seeing somebody who's willing to do anything and everything to create what they want to create, right? So, um, him and I both co-founded the, the company, and we just have this sole idea of just putting a team together with the people that we like to work with and yeah. people that we consider friends and family. Okay. And building this empire really together, right? And not, again, that whole idea of having no ceiling. Like, we're just not a traditional production company. Like, we don't just do commercials and music videos. Like, you need a flyer design. You need this design. You need a cover design. You need, you know, tour content. You need day-to-day. -day. You need anything, right? You can reach out to us because we have a team of people who are dedicated to perfection, right? And it's not to say that, you know, we aim to be perfect, but we go through every single project and every single day as if we're ready to take tackle any mistakes head on so that they are there's a solution every single time like nothing catches us in the headlights right so um funny actually he was uh we were shooting a music video for Roy Woods yeah um and this is a funny this has probably never been told never been heard by the public um few people know about it but we were shooting a music video for Roy Woods called Monday to Monday. You okay. guys can go check that out on YouTube. Um, and he's from Toronto. He's a Toronto-based artist, right? And he's coming out to L.A. to shoot this music video. Mm -hmm. um, shout out Warner. Warner Brothers is the ones who reached out to us and was like, you know, we want you guys to shoot this. Um, and his uh, his manager, Kirby, man. Shout out Kirby. Dope dude. Um, yeah, so they was like, hey, we're about to come out there. We're going to shoot this video. I was like, cool. So the video was supposed to take place at this church in, in L.A. Um, we're supposed to be shooting from 1 p.m. to 1 a.m., 12 hours. Okay. He's flying from Toronto six hours away. Yeah. Right? To land on set at 12 so that we get him ready. Boom, he's in front of the camera by 1 p.m. He gets caught up at customs. Right? Gets caught up at customs. Kirby calls me, man. He's like, yo, man, like, it's 
just all bad, like customs just tripping on us, man. Like it's, you know, our next flight not gonna land until 12 midnight, right? And we're supposed to wrap at 1 a.m. So now the whole day is shot. Damn. Right? So he's like, yeah, man, I'm gonna let you know if anything happens sooner, boom, boom. So I'm like, oh, man. So I walked up to, you know, Keone and he was DPing the video you know, director of photography. Okay. Um, for those that don't know, um, yeah. he was a DP for my video. And I linked up with Nancy. She was my producer. Um, and she was like, yeah, so this is kind of what we're going through right now. Like, everybody's on set, we're ready to go. Wardrobe, everything is ready for him. Um, I'm like, yeah, let me just, give me and Keone, a, you know, a moment. Let me, let's just think this through, right? So how are we going to save this video? And this is funny because this is kind of our creative process, right? So Keone's just over on the side. He rolling up a blunt. He's like, okay, man, like, you know, what do you think we should do? I was like, man, I don't know. He's like, he's not even going to be. We don't have a, we only going to have one hour with him. So five minutes go by, and I had this idea. I was like, I was like oh, let me, let me put on, let's go, let's go to the, let's have our PA run over to the, our production assistant. Uh, run over to the non nice store mm -hmm. and pick up some ski masks. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's let's pick up the ski mask and let's turn this video from a um, a performance video, yeah. uh, a conceptual performance video, into a narrative. So let's just tell the story with the music playing in the background. Um, and then when he lands, we'll shoot the one master performance, right? So when he lands... We shoot one full-on master performance inside the church, candles everywhere, lights everywhere. Like, this is the grand performance for him. Mm. So, you know, I told the PA, go get some ski masks. I was like, hey, Keone, don't get mad at me, but I'm about to put on a ski mask. I'm going to be Roy Woods in this video. <laughs> so I put on a ski mask, put on the whole outfit, the Improv. fur coat, everything <laughs> that Roy was going to wear in the video, and we shot the video. Right, and all the girls now that were gonna be in the video, kind of like his like girl gang, his like girl mob. Um, they're real like, like they were meant to be. They meant they meant to look hard. They meant to look like real boss type chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. I was like, all of them gonna have ski masks on too, but they're gonna be like bedazzled with like rhinestones and stuff. So I had my art director like put rhinestones on all the. Uh, all the ski masks for the girls, and we cut out, like, holes in them for, like, their ponytails so you could tell that they're a girl, like, all these things. Um, and we shot the video. Shot the video. The video was well-received. Everybody loved it. And it's funny, like, everybody, like, all in the comments of the video don't necessarily know. That's, like, a that's like a little insider between everybody that was on set. Like, yo, Alfred, you were Roy in the whole video. Nobody can ever <laughs> notice. And the the key for us, I didn't to, know. <laughs> the tying factor between me being in the video and him come doing this performance is that when he started his performance, he had the ski mask on, yeah. and I had him take it off and throw it at the camera. Mm. So when that particular moment sticks in somebody's brain, an audience's brain, off top they think the whole video is Roy. Right off top, they just think that okay, this was Roy Woods the whole time, and. You know, this is just, you know, this is just a dope video, right? Yeah, fast forward to now, you know what I mean? So it was just, you know, moments like that is just like, you got to just be on your toes. And that's the fun part. That's the really, really fun part when 
you're hit with something out of left field and you're just like, I cannot wing this, you know? Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Any uh, social media handles for you by yourself you want to put out there, like your Instagram? Do you have a website? Yeah, uh, y'all can check me out, you know, my Instagram, at Alfie, A-L-F-Y, not I, 2Trill, Creators at Play, Instagram. Check that out. If y'all need anything, holla. Website is under construction right now for Creators at Play. Um, my personal website, directoralfie.com. Okay. Holla for me. Um, and then, you know, got a, you know, got a couple side ventures, you know what I mean? Including in the tech realm, you know, holla at us at, at Popcorn Life. When's that dropping? And this is no distinct date on the, on the okay. drop, but okay. I will let you know that Popcorn will be the savior to all creatives. Trust and believe. I'm telling you right now, give it a year. Popcorn will be the biggest creative outlet for creatives to get work, to get booked, to get paid without that net 30 bullshit, without that, you know, we're going to shake up the industry. We're going to force some of these bigger companies to be like, look, we got to put the creatives at, at the forefront because without them, nothing is moving. You're not seeing ads on billboards. You're not seeing commercials being made. You're not seeing music. You're not seeing Grammys. You're not. Doesn't really matter. We live in a creative world now, more than ever. And I guarantee you that unless they start really paying attention and giving credit where it's due to these creatives, better believe popcorn. This app that you can have on your phone will do it. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Um, at Popcorn Life. I want to thank my boy Alfie for coming on here. Make sure you guys hit him up on Instagram, check out his website, and look out for the Popcorn app for the creatives. It's real serious. It's for creatives by creatives. Remember that. <laughs>